Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Happy to be talking with you today and thank you for joining me. Recently, I've had a lot of nice emails and messages from all of you kind folks out there. So thank you very much. This really, really does make my day when I get an email from one of you um, just telling me that you're enjoying the podcast. So it's so nice to hear that all of this talking to myself is hopefully helping a few people out there. So thank you very much for that. And to anyone else who's listening. Of course, I hope you're all doing okay. Um, I'm recording this episode a couple weeks in advance, so I don't know how the situation will change in the future, but I hope everyone is staying safe with the virus situation at the moment. I'm not going to talk about it here anymore because who am I to talk about it? I, I don't know anything about this, but Of course, keep washing your hands, keep being safe, and yeah, maybe we can use this time, this time when many of us, especially in Europe right now, we are self-isolating and we're not having too much contact, perhaps we're not even working, you know, we're staying at home. This could be a good opportunity to study a little bit more, you know, It doesn't have to be a time when we sit around and have nothing to do. We can be productive and we can use this as a chance to brush up on and improve our English or our language skills generally. And today I'm talking about a really exciting topic for me. And this is something that we can all do from the comfort of our homes. So many of you may know that I teach English online. That is my full-time job. I'm an online English teacher. And actually some of the listeners of this podcast are my students as well. So hello, if we've had a lesson, if you're listening. And to anyone who has booked a lesson with me because they found about me through the podcast, thank you very much to you. However, at the moment I am quite busy So I don't have any more time for new students, unfortunately. It might change in the future, but of course I want you to have the opportunity to learn English. And no matter where you are in the world, no matter what your budget is, your financial situation, I want you to have the chance to practice your English with someone if that's what you want to do. And of course, it doesn't have to be with me. You know, maybe, maybe if we had a lesson, we wouldn't have that connection. You know, I think it's very important to have that teacher-student connection. Maybe you wouldn't even like talking to me. Who knows? (laughs) So we are approaching 50 episodes of the podcast. And I have been doing one podcast a week for, well, without fail. I haven't missed a single week since I started. So that means it's been almost exactly a year since I started this podcast, which is very cool. Some of you might know that podcasts actually cost money. 
So every month there is a bill to pay. You have to pay the podcast hosting company. It's not so expensive, but it's a little bit of money. And I've been doing it because I love it. I'm very passionate about helping people learn English. And I think the podcast is a good medium to do that. Today, I want to take a moment to talk about another teaching platform, and this is italki. Now, many of you will have heard of this already. It's the letter I, then talk, and then another I, italki.com. Italki is an online teacher database where you can search from hundreds or maybe thousands of teachers in almost any language in the world. So I love italki. I've had, I checked this morning, I had 118 lessons there in total. I think I had, I had Japanese, Chinese, Spanish and Thai lessons. I think I've had four languages altogether and it's been a really fantastic way to boost my confidence in those languages. So why am I talking about this? Well, because I don't have time for new students, you know, I get a lot of messages every day from people who want lessons with me. And I have to say, yeah, I, I would love to, but I can't right now. So to those people and anyone else interested, I highly recommend italki. Secondly, because I have been making this podcast every week for a year, if you want to say a big thank you to me and support what I'm doing here, if you go to ewmichael.com forward slash italki, on that page, there'll be a link. And when you use that link, you can go to the italki website, sign up, make an account. And when you buy your credits to have some of your first online lessons, you will get a free $10, free $10. It's completely free money. So it's really great if you can take advantage of this. When I talk to you, you can get a trial lesson. And in the trial lesson, it's usually a short 30 minute lesson where you talk to the teacher about your goals and you can get to know them and see if they're a good match for you and your needs. Some trial lessons can even be three or four dollars. They can be very cheap. So with ten dollars, you can get a couple free trial lessons with different teachers. This is my way of thanking you as a listener of the podcast. So thank you for listening. You can use this ten dollars. It's also a way for you to support me. So if you like what I'm doing here on the podcast and you're interested in some free online lessons, please head over, click this link. You will get a free $10 and I will get a small commission as well. So it's a really good way for you to support the podcast and get something in return. I know it can be very boring to hear too much about that kind of stuff. So I do have some actual content for you today. I want to talk about how to find an online English teacher. So I'm going to talk you through what you can do to get a teacher. So I'm going to assume that you're going to sign up to italki. Once you get there, you can search for a professional tutor or a community tutor. 
Now, a professional tutor is one who has training in their language. They've been to a university or they've studied. They are they are qualified to teach you their language, whether that's English or anything else. And the prices also reflect that. So usually they're a little bit more expensive. A community tutor is someone who isn't trained, but they're just a native speaker. And I would actually say definitely consider going for community tutors. I think they don't get enough love on italki. I usually choose a community tutor when I have my Japanese or my Chinese lesson because I don't want to talk about grammar. I just want to have a conversation. Maybe they can correct me while we talk. So think about what you're looking for. If you want grammar and structured lessons and homework, go for a professional. If you just want casual conversation, then you can look for a community tutor and also save some money. One tip to remember is that you will not match with everyone. Yes, there are bad teachers. There may even be bad students as well, but that's not only the case. Sometimes there are good teachers and good students, but the personality does not match. It's just like making a friend. You need to kind of be similar people in some ways. So if you do have a lesson or a trial lesson with a teacher and it just doesn't feel too good, please don't be discouraged. You can try again, try another teacher and eventually you will find someone who we can say who clicks just like that. They click, you get on with them really well and hopefully you can make a good teacher-student relationship. So I've got a, a few more tips to share with you about how to make the most of your lessons. One thing I always recommend as a teacher myself is to tell the teacher exactly what your goals are. And this will help the teacher help you to the best of their ability. So if you want to study for a job interview or you want to just travel with more ease, travel more easily, let your teacher know. And a good teacher will help to tailor their lesson to you. Another good thing you can do is ask your teacher to write down any new words or phrases that you cover in the lesson. So in my lessons, I normally do this in Skype or in a Google document, something like that. So if we learn anything new or if I have any corrections, I'll write it down for the student. I find that's a really good way to learn from your mistakes and remember what you learn. So if your teacher does not do that, you could kindly ask if they would be happy to to start doing that. I would say one of the biggest hurdles, which means the, the biggest obstacle that stops many people having an online lesson is fear. They're too nervous. Even very confident people who can talk in meetings, to friends, to strangers in real life, talking to a stranger over Skype or online is a whole different thing. It can be very scary. I just have one thing to remind you here. Again, as a teacher myself, 
teachers are nervous too. You know, when you join an online lesson, you might expect the teacher to be really focused on you and judging you about your language ability. But it's important to remember, probably the teacher is quite nervous. They're meeting someone new. They don't know you. The teacher is focused on coming across in a good way. They're definitely not going to be judging you. And remember, they only want to help you. The teacher wants to help him help you improve. And of course, they will not judge your language ability. So no matter if you're a beginner or whatever stage you're at, please don't worry about being judged in a language lesson. Okay, so to end today's episode, I've got four more tips that you can try or you can think about doing in your lessons. So there are many different ways you can have an online lesson and you have to find the way that suits you. you know, discuss it with your teacher and find what works best for you. But here are four ideas. Number one, share your vocabulary lists of the week with your teacher and they will help you talk about it. So this is exactly what I do in my Chinese lessons. I haven't had one for a little while, but I share a Google Sheet, a shared document with my Chinese teacher. And every lesson, we kind of talk about the words I learned this week, whether that was through reading or through listening. So she might ask me a question using one of these words and I will have to give an answer on that topic using the word. It's a really good way to practice. So that's something you could consider trying yourself. Another idea is that you could simply spend the lesson going through some difficult grammar points that you've encountered in, in the week or recently. So even for those who hate studying grammar, I think that's completely fine. There are always times when you come across something that you just cannot understand. You can't get the hang of it. So if you ask your teacher, preferably before the lesson, they might be able to help you understand the grammar more easily and practice with you as well. The third type of lesson, which I do with many people and you could try as well, is to have a free conversation. Very simple. But it's not just talking because you can also ask your teacher to point out any pronunciation or grammar difficulties that you can address while you talk. So in the conversation, if your teacher hears anything that could be improved or any good expressions to share, they can tell you along the way or perhaps at the end of the lesson in the last five or ten minutes. So that's something that I find most students prefer. A little bit more of a free-flowing lesson with some help and tips along the way. Or if you're the kind of person who really doesn't care, you know, maybe you really have no idea about any of this, you want to learn but you don't want to think about how to learn, that is where the teacher should be able to help you. So a good teacher will be able to analyse where you need to improve the most and they will be able to design a lesson that's suited for you. 
So based off that first conversation, the teacher should have a good idea of your level, where to go next and why you want to improve your language goals. So those are four ideas of what you could do in your online classes. But as always, I'd really like to hear from you. So if you would like to get in touch with me, my email is info at ewmichael.com or you can go to my website and on the show notes for this page, you can just leave a comment at the bottom. I'm always happy to get comments. And let me know, have you ever had an online lesson? How did it go? Or are you considering getting one? If so, why? And what is stopping you? Why haven't you done it yet? I'd love to hear. And maybe if you have some good obstacles, some good reasons, I can talk about them in the future too. You know, how to, you know, what is stopping you having a lesson and how you can overcome that problem. But once again, guys, before we go, ewmichael.com forward slash italki. Head over there, click on the link, and you can get a free $10 when you sign up that you can use to have an online English lesson with a professional teacher or a native speaker. If you do decide to do that, you'll be helping out the show, you'll be supporting me, and you'll encourage me to keep making more episodes. Thank you very much if you can do that. And if you just listened, you know, even if you're listening, you're still doing your part. So thank you so much. Once again, have a good week, stay safe, and I will see you next week for another episode of the podcast. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.